and welcome to Parade of Dicks. I am your hostess, Lucy Buttons, here with my co-producer, John Nell. Yo! Hello! What's up? Not much. How are you? I mean, look at this pathetic display in front of you. Okay, so let me set the scene for our listeners. No! Let me, I, no, this is going to be good. Ugh. Um, it's a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. In the wonderful city of New York. I got I, out of work early. I did work this morning. You did work this morning. You got off early. That's why we scheduled this in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I had I had a few things to run, but I figured I'm going to put on a, a button-down shirt, black jeans, shower, mm-hmm. and comb my hair. You had a date. You have a date later. I had a meeting, but okay. I will have a date later. Okay. So I. That's why. Yeah. Don't try to make it like it's for but me. But the date is here. Okay. So I didn't have to dress up. No, you do still have to. Really? Button up shirt. Is it the rerun again? Yeah. I mean, I think you should always wear clothes. A button down shirt in your own apartment? I mean, I don't wear button down shirts too often because it's not really like the lady uniform the way it is for a man, but I wear dresses in my own apartment. Huh. Interesting. Well, I guess that's the reason why I don't date a lot. But <laughs> maybe that's why you don't get a lot of second dates. And so I, by contrast, and ninety percent of the time, Lucy Buttons is like in our latest episode says that she's always, always. okay. So this morning for work, totally dressed, mm-hmm. pencil skirt, stockings, shined boots. I had a blazer, jewelry. I still have my pearls on. You can tell full face of makeup, hair fully done. It was a rainy day though today. Yes, to it be was. Fair. It was. But after I got out of work very early, I went and got a 90-minute massage. Ooh. So after my 90-minute massage by old magic hands, I wasn't about to All the on. way, all the way up there, right? I remember you're telling me. Normally, some- he's in Harlem, but I went, we went to a different location today. He rents a little studio someplace sometimes, too, which was much closer to both of our workplaces. Where's that? Upper East Side. Okay, not, not bad, not bad. And um, so I went there and then ran an errand or two and then was either going to go home or come here. And I had my gym bag with me mm-hmm. and I didn't want to put my stockings back on and a pencil skirt after a massage and my boots. So I threw my sneakers on in those uh, sexy sweatpants yes, that yes. I bought the other day. I'm impressed. I like the comfy Lucy look. <laughs> I like it. I like when people are comfortable. Drenched. Comfortable is not really a part of my vocabulary. Okay. Well, for me, I like, you know, if somebody can rock a hoodie and some sweatpants. It was really good, too, before because I didn't have a sweater. So I had my blazer on with this ensemble. But it was under a coat. So I, no under a co- I was it. thinking, like, you can rock whatever because. No, I mean, cover- it looked really. And then I sat down to eat somewhere and, and took my coat off because I don't like eating with a coat on. And I was like, oh, God, yes, this is what I have, and I got to just quick put the coat back on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Lucy Buttons, whatever you wear, you are still beautiful. Aw, that's Uh, not true, but thanks. Sponsored by. (laughs) (laughs) Sponsored by Kiehl's and Laura Mercier (laughs) and uh, L'Oreal hair color. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's good to see you on this fabulously wet uh, Saturday afternoon. Nice to see you too. You know, we didn't talk before this, so yeah, uh, we're you gonna... told me you have a topic, but I hope you have a dick disqualifier as well. I don't have a dick disqualifier. Oh my god! So throw out a dick disqualifier. I don't even have my. Com- I didn't want to get my laptop wet, so you have the list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. You want me to just pull one out of my ass? That's. If that's where you usually pull that's stuff. That's where I keep the dick disqualifier. Or you put stuff in. I don't have one. Uh, you told me you had a topic. I have a uh, I have a topic that can go 
through a lot of different things. But let's start let's start with a topic because I feel that in the discussion we'll pull out one or two of our dick disqualifiers and it's going to be modified this time because okay. the topic that I have for this episode is matchmaking. What about it? So matchmaking has a lot of things. First topic. Basically uh, you're thinking of hiring a matchmaker. I already am in a, a service. Oh. Ah, okay. so I can I can have first-hand experience of this professional service that uh, will plug for free and hopefully they can retweet our podcast after. Are you paying them? I am. You I should am. have used our podcast to leverage free service. I, right, but I did this as... Uh, but I think that like women can probably get free service and men probably have to pay. Well, from what I know, this is uh, you know an equal opportunist kind of thing. But we'll get into that at the end because I feel my firsthand experience... Um, can provide a little bit more background with people who are thinking about certain things, all right? But first, traditional way. Um, the most basic thing about matchmaking or setting up is what are your standards when you are match you're, where, where you're matchmaking your friends? Like, would you ever well, consider I... them by your own recourse or would you have to have one of your friends like, hey, set me up with one of your friends? So I actually have firsthand experience with this as well, John L, because I am a successful matchmaker. I had a very dear friend a long time ago that we used to have dinner every Tuesday night and and do various other things and drink copious amounts of booze. And um, at the time, I was bartending. And there was a bunch of firemen that used to come into that bar all the time. And one of them was a very nice guy. Not not <laughs> some of those firemen listened to this and, and I'm still in contact with them. But there was one that was like a nice guy. And the other ones were like what you would think of as a typical New York City fireman. And so this one nice guy, I said to him one day, you know, I have this friend. I feel like you should meet her. Oh. And I said to her one day, you know, there's this guy that keeps coming in the bar. Have you ever met so-and-so? I think I think... I should set you two up and you should go out. And so I kind of got both of their permission in order to do so. And I set them up and they went out a few times and then they went out a few more times. And then finally they had sex. I gave them a hard time for how long it was, <laughs> but they actually really liked each other. They got married oh, wow. and they have two kids. So I made a family. You did make a family, but yeah. you were in a position where you have a lot of both men and women in your vicinity so you can pick up which Definitely one. more men. Okay. So what 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 usually is your criteria to in in matching people? Is it like person's type, person's personality? Um It depends. I have I mean obviously every single person that I know who's attractive that you meet, you ask me to set you up with. Most 80%. Yeah. 80%. Almost everyone. What's wrong with you? Why didn't you introduce me? No, not that way. Yeah. That's a little too whiny. I'd be like, I'd go like. <coughs> <coughs> Maybe that's what you think in your head, but really? I think mine's more reflective. <laughs> nah, I, I'm not. But yeah, you do have some cute friends. Yeah, and you come to shows, and so you see the other performers. A lot of times I haven't even met them before the show. Oh, um, So, I mean, I've messaged with them, but I've never necessarily met them in person. Um, so I think... I think people who want the same thing, uh, the same goals for the future. I think people who have complementary personalities. Sometimes it's type. For instance, uh, we have a friend in common who keeps a, a, a lady who keeps saying, and well, she knows that I met my partner on Bumble and he's kind of her type. So 
She's like, does he have any friends that he can set me up with? Or, you know, so she thinking, likes really like muscly. Uh, so the thinking is like guys of the same type flock together, which is kind of. That's what she thinks. It's not okay. true. In this it's case. not true. It's not true. But I did reach out to another friend who's also her type, but is partnered up successfully. And I and he's an iron worker. And I said to him, you know, hey, do you have any other like gym rat friends or iron worker friends? He lives in Staten Island. Do you have any <laughs> Staten Island friends? Because she loves that sort Stocky of type. bros. Yeah, that's her type. Okay. So, um, you know, I said, or if you know anybody that's single, she's a really nice girl. She just can't meet. The right kind. I mean, I don't know. Can you meet a nice guy? That's I guess because I know a couple of them. But that's cool. I, so what, I'm. What would be your criteria? I'm. I'm not a, like if I met a redhead that liked short Asian guys, then I would introduce you. Will you? Yeah. Awesome. And in fact, remember, once upon a time, there was a performer that I know of who has a thing for Asian men. Wait, what? Yeah, I told you about it. I don't know if we want to say her name on here, but I told you about it. And we tried to even plan to go to shows so oh, that I could introduce you. And you fucked that one up. And then she got into a relationship no, no, because no, 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 you no, took no. too long. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. No, yes, you're you're right. Um, I was very busy. That, that, that was during Excuses. the time that I was really busy. But even before we were going to that, show of hers where where we were gonna watch and bring friends and hang out after i was already seeing on her page that she was kind of she was seeing someone but she wasn't in a monogamous relationship Um, i don't know about these poly stuff again so i was like poly you have to get over that okay let's talk about the poly thing for a minute some people are poly they have multiple Mm -hmm. intimate relationships Mm -hmm. that are serious and old-fashioned days you just dated a bunch of people until you found the person you were going to spend your life with and then you stopped seeing the other people Mm -hmm. that is not poly that's just dating that's just normal dating I was just confused People are calling about it that. poly now because it's like a, you know, it's an easy excuse to explain to people. People will accept that more than that I'm just seeing a couple of different people because that just makes you sound like a slut somehow, which is nonsense. That's always been, that's the way your grandma did mm-hmm. it. That's the way my grandma did it. It's normal. I was well, having a conversation gram- with an 80-year-old woman the other day and she was telling me how she was dating other people when she met her husband of like 60 years or something ridiculous. That's cool. Like, we also talked about porn, by the way. It was really fun. An 80-year-old woman yeah. talked about porn. What yeah. was porn? I brought it up. 60 years ago. It, uh, well, there was Magazines. actually, let's see, 60 years ago was in the fi- mid-50s. Yeah. Um, so there was actually some porn. Then there was actually videos, but they were under the counter and they were illegal. Of course. Um, there was also pictures, the Betty Page pictures that mm-hmm. was porn of the day. They were that was a porn. I remember that was a that was kind of like the people, the the the. I'm so ter- happy I can just like rattle off things about old porn. The term pinup was because they pinned the photo into their lockers for these uh, like workers or GI people that were yeah. going off to war. That was cool. I, I like that. I but there was porn before that. Uh, There's Victorian porn. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're hieroglyphical porn too, but I think it wasn't yeah. for. I, it Karma was more, Sutra. Yeah, yeah, and there's um uh, informational and educational rather than recreational, or a little bit of both. Uh, who I guess. knows? Yeah. I'm sure it was both. We weren't there. I'm sure um, some some people were just looking at hieroglyphics or etchings at the walls, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet they were. Yeah. Um. 
But yeah, that that was uh There's that- old bondage porn too. Mm. Like S and M shit. I have some I have a book. I know, you. I, yes, you do have a book. <laughs> <laughs> well, I collect old pinups and, and that kind of a thing. I consider it research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, research. Yeah, tax uh, deductible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know this Hustler magazine for research. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, on my end with regards to matchmaking, though, because I'm one of those people that are not a, a, a general type, not a lot of people will seek out Tiny Asian dudes, I okay. guess. So uh, my little contribution back to the society is to develop uh, an environment conducive for matching rather than one-is-to-one matching. Like if my friend said, hey, my type is French and blonde. I was like, ooh, I know a French and blonde girl. Uh, she's nice. You're nice. Uh, maybe let's some- set something up. I'm more of the um, this uh, American philosopher named uh, Notorious B.I.G., uh, he said uh, in one of his amazing sonnets, uh, tell your friends to get with my friends so we can be friends and right. we can do this every weekend. You always hope that friendship's going to turn into something else. Oh, hey. How it, many times has that worked for you? Not for, for you. <sighs> not for Carl, for you. <laughs> Shout out, Carl. <laughs> um, hmm. Back home, it happened. It back in the Philippines when I was in college and early, and in when I was sure when you working. were a kid. Yeah, don't you think dating is different now than it was oh, 10, 15 yeah. years ago? Fuck yeah! Well, it, it I really You're boil it down to New York, now. and it I think it's it's the New York environment itself. You can't it's just terrible. hang around, be with friends. Like just hanging out with friends, eating and drinking. That's expense of both money and time that. If nothing really substantial happens, either your your soul is happy or your underpants is happy, you kind of tend to wall up and just don't don't do more things because you don't feel success in coming out or going out. What the fuck did you just say? I have no idea. I, you know, I don't. I this is stream of consciousness stuff. Well, you got to work on it. Yeah. People but, are listening to this. Like <laughs> 10 people are listening to this. 19? <laughs> no, but uh I I'm the the group thing has worked very well with regards to my group of friends. Insert eye roll here. Oh. Because you are all about the group thing. When we meet to have dinner or you're going to come to a show or the bar or whatever and we're meeting up there, right? Because because that's what people mm-hmm. do. They meet up there. You always come later. Because you don't want to be sitting there by yourself. Yeah. And you, if I bring my partner, you're upset because then you're like by yourself somehow, which is not true. No, I mean, I love it when... And we don't even behave like that. Oh, I love it when your friends or your partners are there because I always have people to hang out with. Right, but you want a group. Not necessarily. And you don't want to be a third wheel. You I don't fucking wanna, I don't, do. I don't want to... You do want a group. I do. Well, I would prefer a group, but if there's at least one but person you can't, there... Yeah, one person. You can't just sit at a bar by yourself. Yeah. I think you would have a lot more success if you could just fucking sit at a bar by yourself. Back when I was an alcoholic, I sat at bars by myself all the time. And let me tell you, I met plenty of men sitting there by myself you're, getting shit-faced. You're Lucy Buttons. And again... That was before Lucy Buttons. I am... Well... I'm, Some of it. I'm vet sitting at the bar. But I told you my the reason why I love my neighborhood bar. Shout out Sycamore Brooklyn on Cortelier Road, because when I decided to be 
to come out of my shell and be more socially active, I moved there for the sole purpose of having a neighborhood bar. I went there by myself every day for a long time. I'm not saying you should do that. Yeah, but I was there. Okay. I was alone at a bar. But you should try it in other bars, in other neighborhoods. Get out of your box, yeah. dude. We're going to try it out. Um, Yeah. Um, you are right. I think you should be able to do that. And just as your friend who's always running late, I would like it if you could arrive before me and save a table. Okay. Fine. <laughs> I will because if I get there before you, I will go in and save a table. I just don't even understand that concept. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll end up chatting up someone next to me and then you come and then I, you know, tell them to fuck off. Yeah. But at least you have a conversation with someone. It helps you develop those skills. It has been better of late. I actually did, you know, go out with one of your performers um, fairly recently. And it was a it was a great time. Didn't pan out, but it was good. Don't use my show to pick up chicks. I didn't pick up chicks at your show. We just talked and she was cute. Yeah. And I we all we had common friends. Okay. So but sure. Either way, but my, my thing with matchmaking is I like groups because I love proving to people that usually it's not your type that you match with, um, either in a short term or a long term uh um version of it. Like my best friend is uh um Married with two kids with a person that not nece- I didn't necessarily match them because back home it's such a small community that everybody knows each other. Okay. But I was the one who pushed the idea of like, yo, you've known this girl for like six years, like neighbor type. Um, she's visiting in the area. Take her out. You know, you she's going to be here four days. So if it works out, great. If not, you know... Then there'll be a couple of years before she visits the United States again. And then it worked out. And a lot of my friends are kind of like that. Even here, I'm a solid, solid wingman. So people just need to be desperate enough and then you'll match them. No, it's not about desperate enough. No, never desperation. It's more like what you said uh, two seconds ago. It's about being open and just being being there and trying things, trying new things. Trying new vaginas. Trying new vaginas and dicks. Like, I know, you or we all have friends that have this certain type. Like, I'm not going to date somebody who's like 5'10 really and below. No, I mean, not you. I have not types. Um, well, you have certain things that you would want. No yeah. beards. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because remember the first few times that we really judged your bumble dates on the early times? You went out with people that had beards. Ugh, you met the Brazilian guy after I stopped dating him. I just, he didn't have any friends. And I was like, oh, if you want to join us, we're going. We were going to Nurse Betty that night. Come through. But and when- he came through and all of you scratched your face. <laughs> was like, what the fuck was happening? Because he had a beer. But I was no longer... That wasn't but even a you, date. Well, you I'd went, already deaded him. When you went out with him, he had he still had a beard. Remember? No, he had, he had scruff, a five o'clock okay. shadow. I think... Five o'clock shadow can look very sexy in some instances, but it doesn't feel good on my face or pussy. Okay. But it can look okay. Yeah. But it doesn't feel okay. But a beard, and he had a full-on beard that night. That shit was nasty. And I told him that to his face. I said, they're all reacting to your beard because I don't date men with beards. Hmm. Good thing this isn't a date. Okay. Ha, 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 ha. (laughs) But for me, if it's a group, and then I tend to... Um, not really force pairs, but if I kind of sense certain attraction or certain connection, I would follow up with another hangout with maybe a smaller group. 
if we mate four girls for guys and then we'll do three overthinking girls, three it. guys. No, it's just like I don't. I'm not into any of this shit. Mm. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And if someone did that with me, I would be upset. Huh? Really? Yeah. yeah well, you're, are you not open to meeting more people? No, I'm open to meeting more people. There you go. But this sounds kind of conniving, this whole thing. No, it's not conniving. It's just like, I have cool friends. And then, but they're usually different and you circles. Wa- you do want all of your friends to be friends and hang out and all that. I get that. Yeah. That's okay. They cross-pollinate a lot. I mean, and it's good because I learn Gross. more things. I mean, not necessarily, not, in a, not in a genitalia Ugh. version, but um, like. Sounds like herpes. You, my, our, our. <laughs> Our, our bo- Sounds like all your friends shared herpes. Our performer friends are now hanging out with the wine bar friends, and you know some of our our my comedy slash uh, comedy friends. friends. Yeah, besides uh, me and Allegra. Yeah, what? No, I mean people that I go to comedy with. Oh, yeah. So you know, met the wine bar friends too. Now we have like some people in Bushwick, some people here. We have Bedsty group now, so it's kind of like it's good both on a networking um, standpoint, but I always have a, a, an eye out for people who are open to relationships. And then usually I tend to work less for my friends that have a a stern type. Because again, I want people to open their minds, and yeah, like you know, people say I will never date an Asian. So you're dude. trying to be a matchmaker and have a matchmaker at the same time. Yeah, I mean, because usually okay. when you do favors so for people, did you meet the matchmaker? Did you meet them yet? Oh yeah, so in? so my matchmaker thing. Yeah, let's so, get back to the topic. All right, so the to- so I I am I am subscribed to a service called Talkify. It's an online matchmaking service with real people. There's two levels. You can be a member. Where you just pay a yearly fee of $99 and then you're in their Rolodex. To be in their Rolodex, you fill out the form like your usual online dating profile. However, the difference is you yourself will have your own matchmaker. So that person is a human being. A human being will have to interview you because people suck at filling out profiles. Right. So when did they interview you? Um, So I subscribed. Uh, that was my Christmas gift to myself. So yeah, no December twenty fourth, and then a week later, or a few days later, I had my matchmaker call me to to read through my profile. Ash and Chill. Usually, these people are counselors or psychologists. Your LCW, whatever, like the licensed clinical stuff. Um, so there's a there's a their matchmaker is a milieu of people like okay, a, and then. They'll interview you, they'll ask more things about you. Basically, the same things that you filled out with a little twist so they can make notes for themselves. And those matchmakers will talk to other matchmakers for uh, the next tier of members, which are called participants. When you're a participant, they will actively connect you with people. People pay anywhere between 1500 bucks to $6,000 per quarter to be connected, to be matched with Anywhere between three to six people a quarter because they can't guarantee a weekly date for you. That'll be that won't be good because they're just running you through the list. Sure. So at least in a quarter basis, you might have two dates in a week. You might have one date a month. But the idea is they will screen a lot of people from the lower tier group as well as the paying group and see which matches. So the idea is these are professionals looking at how many success. What's their success rate? 
I don't actually have the number. Okay. Um, but the good have thing. Have you met anyone? So I've been set up with two people. Okay. So that was the good thing because you went on actual dates. With I went. Two people. I went off with actual dates with two people. When? So one. I feel was, like you've been lying to me for the last month and a half. I was just waiting for the time. So a good. Um. Uh, uh. What do you call this? A good episode time to reach it because I didn't want to just tell you about one date. Okay. So. So the first date was uh, first week of January. Um, they will set up everything. They will set up the time and the place to make the reservation for the spot. You know, interesting. You'll you'll have to pay. You can like go Dutch. Uh, and for me, I usually pay for the first date, so um, that was the thing. So where did they send you? The first date was at a place called Bua, in forty eight, forty uh, second and eighth. Okay. Uh, it's like a cocktail bar mm-hmm. with a little bit of tapas. Okay. Uh, so that was Ugh. very nice. I was set up <laughs> you and your tapas. Um, but uh, the first date was with in a, a. Can we get a sound effect that goes womp womp womp? I do have that. We'll put that. Okay. In. Thank you. Whenever I say tapas, you're gonna go yep. womp womp. Yeah. Gang gang. <laughs> <Squat>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I had the first date. Um, it was with an executive assistant. Um, and the first date was, I, I didn't want to go jump up and down with regards to these professionals matching people because, um, it was a sample size of one. It was a really fun date. It was a really, it was really, really good meeting this person. Okay. A lot of the things that I like, uh, tangentially she would like, or it was more of like a compliment rather than the same thing. Okay. Like we're both active and adventurous, but she's more of like the theater, Muse, um, musical arts museum kind of thing. Okay. I'm more of like the semi lowbrow kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm very active in sports, and she's more active in other things like hiking. Okay. Anyway, second date was second this, date with the same girl. No, no, no. What happened with the first? So the, one? what happened with the first girl? We were we were we exchanged numbers, which um which good for that service because a part of the service is you will have a survey after. Okay. So you will review your date and you will view the date. Sure. So that was that's good. They they will not give you the review unless you're paired up with the next date. With the same person. With the uh, with a different person. The, if you want to go on multiple dates with that same person, it'll be up to the two of you. But right, I'm not asking about the matchmaking uh-huh. service. I'm asking, did she text you? Did you? Text yeah, her? we were texting for a week. Uh, we were planning our second date, and we were conversing uh, a little bit um, offline, like a, little, a few phone calls here and there. Um, but the more that we spoke, the more that we were like buddies instead of a romantic interest so it never happened it never happened the second day did any did either one of you say let's not do it uh yeah so when we were we were setting up our second date and we were conversing it was more like oh so what are we gonna do yada yada, yada. Just watch a show watch this and then when we were confirming we were on a call maybe a few days before the next date and we were confirming it we would just like started talking about other random things and then she just mentioned you like you go out quite a lot it's like yeah i do so but so are you a morning person or a night person like i'm a very i'm very bad in mornings and then she just casually mentioned like you know what i think we're best uh, best suited more as friends because 
um, you know, she was a little older, so there was that. That was one of those things. So I would have never uh, met her in in any other circumstance. Okay. Than this. And then she's like, she wanted somebody that would wake her up at five o'clock in the morning for the hike. Um, it was super active, and she's really, really like set Sounds to horrible. Yeah, but she was really set on finding somebody <laughs> like that okay. sooner rather than later because her bio clock was ticking. And gotcha. I was like, huh. All right, that's so cool. I mean, it was like... And yet she wants to go for a hike at five and not a bone. But okay. <laughs> yeah. So then you went on the second one. Yep. The second then was... This was legit. She was a doctor. Okay. She's an MIT grad. Nobody cares about who she is. How yeah. did it go? Are you talking? Did you we, see her again? No, this was just this afternoon. And di- Okay. Did you get your date review from the first date when you went on the yes. second date? And what did she say? So that's the thing that I like about the service. When you do... when you The more that they pair you, the more that they think that you are matchable for people. Okay. And they will give you honest reviews. And then they said, my profile works really, really well for a matchmaking service. It'll suck. But what was your review? I was. Did that, you get a grade? Is there a grading scale? How many stars did you like get? It was like now you're in the top ten percentile of the of the matchmakers. If if I haven't found like a the one kind of thing, right? Um, if I'm not coupled, it'll uh, my my profile will be on top. That must be so good for your ego oh since you've been trying so hard to be matchable in general. Be, that's not thing. even by a matchmaking service. You just want to be. The, ser- the service <laughs> themselves said that, you know, this happens all the time with your type. Like the, the people that are just nice or the people that are not normally. Nice doesn't make a pussy I know. wet. I know. But the thing is. All my girlfriends are always like, he just goes to the gym and goes to work. And I'm like, yeah, that probably would make a really good boyfriend. No, but the a nice person can, you know, rock your world in bed too and do weird shit. And but that won't come out on profiles that we we fill out ourselves. Like okay, Cupid. It's just bubble. not lusty. I'm not saying that you can't. Oh yeah, I it's mean, just not a lust thing. It's a, it's a it's a bond over time thing. Yeah, it's a tool. I mean, the thing is, uh, you match yourself with the tool that you want. And some people <laughs> are Tinder good, Bumble good, okay, Cupid good i'm apparently like matchmaker good because okay i'm good at interviews so how was the date the second that's weird because you're not great at giving interview like interviewing others well it's not my wheelhouse you're the this thing right you know, that's why i'm a producer <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. um but uh yeah so the second date i think this won't be a match too but she is so fucking fascinating uh, that I will do whatever I can to uh, have her as a good friend. Um, she's not physically my type. Uh, we're in different. Uh, so here's the how is she not physically your type? You said girl. Yeah, but I have preferences. She's big. Ah, uh, not that big. So what's the deal? She's uh, blonde. She is South Asian. Oh, uh, and you like white chicks. Yeah, preferably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> started to laugh, but yeah, you do. Yeah, uh, but um, also there are certain things about her personality that I am fascinated with, but also very, very intimidated with. Yeah, so I think part of the problem is your self-esteem. And then you uh, you want to, at the same time, you want to really be wanted. And then if you're really into a chick, you probably come on too strong because generally, and this is unfortunate, what a lot of women like is men who are somewhat indifferent. 
there's yeah. something weird that's attractive about that, much to our detriment. And then two, three years down the line, I was like, I knew this was happening, but hence your rerun. Yeah, yeah. Well, but the good thing was, like, this particular person, it was an the these matchmakers are killing it. Where did you go today? Um, so they put us at a place called ABC Cochina uh, at the East Village in the East Village. Yeah, and it's a very swanky brunch place. Okay. Uh, so we had again tapas and you know tapas and coffee and drink. Mwah. Tapas Mwah. is the best. Um, uh, yeah. Tapas for breakfast. Brunch. Whatever. Yeah. What is that? Like one hard boiled egg split no, we had into four a, pieces? No, we we did we did have some some like bagel bites. Uh salmon and some roe kind of stuff. Greeny. Brussels sprouts and almonds and uh, I don't want Brussels sprouts for brunch. Mm. Well, I resent good. the Brussels sprout anyway. But. but yeah, there were the good thing about this is sometimes you want something green. I did. I did. Multiple stuff. Two things. Weird. Yeah. And the good thing about this is like the thing with with I almost brought you an avocado to see if you would eat it on air just for your reaction since you're so terrified of them. I'll just turn off my mic. <laughs> <laughs> so that they don't have to hear the vomiting. Uh, or me like really struggling to eat. This is so good. This is so good. But yeah, sometimes we need other people to be on our side and sometimes people will have to be really upfront, like a third party person to say like, yo, you're fucking things up do certain things some some people just need a little push so that's why i figured a match matchmaking subject is a good topic for one of these episodes that we have okay well we're excited to hear how that goes mm-hmm. thank you for sharing with no us problem. i feel like that's our whole zode yeah so, so matchmaking match your friends people help help somebody out sometimes you know good karma comes back if you Put positive things out in the in the world. Oh, it might come back to you. Again. Thanks for listening. Bye. Email us at paradeofdicks at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.